Hello and welcome everyone. You are listening to the 2023 Eureka Week podcast. My name is Agnieszka and I study liberal arts and sciences with a major in international law at Erasmus University College. And my name is Anna and I study International Bachelor of Communication and Media at Erasmus University Rotterdam. And in this podcast, we are going to guide you through the Eureka Week program, your first year at Erasmus University and living in Rotterdam. In this episode, we are going to discuss living in Rotterdam. We will provide you with some tips on housing. And at the end, we will answer the questions you asked us on Instagram. So first of all, let's discuss the party sphere of Rotterdam. Yes, so Rotterdam has a lot of options for people to go out, such as, for example, the Now and Wow Club in the South, which is where one of the parties during the Eureka Week took place for our Eureka Weeks, as well as clubs that are located more around the center, like Annabelle, Munch, The Burrs, where every Tuesday ESN organizes a free entrance party, or, for example, Villatalia. The best way to find clubbing events, in my opinion, is to follow different clubs and associations on Instagram, because that's where most of the events are usually announced. Do remember, though, to take care of your well-being and safety while clubbing and let your friends know if you are not feeling okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Personally, I never go to clubs by myself. And uh, when, when I'm inside, I always stick to at least one of my friends. Yeah, that's a really good advice, Anna. So since you go out a lot, or you used to, uh, what has your experience been like with nightlife in Rotterdam? Well, I've been to many places by now. Uh, I think my favorite um, would be Now and Wow, especially last year, because I don't really go out clubbing as much anymore, because to be honest, I got a little bit tired. But um, I really like Now and Wow because it's it's big, so usually it doesn't happen that people keep stepping on your feet, like in some other places, which are smaller. It also has a very industrial vibe to it, which I think is really cool, and overall it's just it's just pretty. Um, but the main downside, in my opinion, would be the location, because personally, I don't live in the South, so it always uh, takes me quite a while to get back home. But to be honest, I think it's worth to check it out. So so another, maybe a bit more chill type of going out could be going to bars. Yeah, there's many bars in Rotterdam, but some of the most popular ones among students would be, for example, the Smitze which is a bar under the Hata building on campus that a lot of people go to after their classes or to meet up with their associations, for example. Um, there's also the Vita de Vitstrat, which is basically a street full of bars and restaurants and is also very well known among students. It's near Burrs, but uh, some of the bars can get a little bit expensive, to be honest. Another bar we would like to recommend is Concordia. It's a very popular student bar located in Kralingen. And you can go to play pool there, darts, watch football matches, or just chill with your friends. Yeah, I think Concordia is really great, to be honest. It has a very chill vibe about it, which I personally like a lot. Um, another street with lots of bars and also restaurants that you probably should know is the New Beneveh, which is mostly known as the street with the gnome with the butt plug statue. <laughs> you will most likely get to see it during the Eureka Week, so don't worry about that. One more place worth mentioning, I think, is the main street in the city center. I think it's like the heart of life in Rotterdam. There are a lot of restaurants and cafes there, but I think the most remarkable ones is Dudok, where you can eat their iconic apple pie. Yeah, there's many other clubs and bars around Rotterdam, which we haven't mentioned. So if clubbing is your thing, make sure to check out uh, which ones would be the most interesting for you. 
But if clubbing is not your thing, or if you are just simply more interested in a chill hangout with friends, Rotterdam has also many restaurants, roller skating rings, karaoke bars or bowling alleys, which you could check out. Yeah, I think one of my favorite restaurants would be the soju bar, to be honest. Uh, it's basically a Korean chicken place, and I think it's really good. Also, it is um, Advita de Vit, so it's in the center, so pretty easy to get to. And also, the place just has a very cool vibe about it, and I just, I love it. For me, I think my personal favorite would be the Little Italy, which is located in the city center and it has a lot of products straight from Italy. It's kind of like a shop, but also like a small restaurant. So the best thing you can get there is a margarita, which is prepared on the spot within just a few minutes and it only costs five euros. So for me and my friends, Little Italy is always a go-to when it comes to a study break. Yeah, that sounds really cool, to be honest. Other very popular places among students are, for example, Haas, which is open until around 3 a.m. Um, or 1 a.m., depending on the night. Uh, so lots of people go there after parties. So it's very popular among students. I think one of the most iconic places in Rotterdam for food is the Markthal, where you can find food from many places across the world. You can buy their typical Dutch food, but also dishes, for example, from Japan, Greece, Spain, Turkey, France or Latin America. I think it's a huge advantage of Rotterdam that there is a great chance that you will find here food from your home country. Yeah, and another thing you can do in Rotterdam is visiting museums or the zoo, which has capybaras in it, and also going to parks. Personally, I really like the Kroningse Park, um, and I, I know it's a bit basic, but the park is very big and it has a lake in the middle. And when you're looking at the city from next to the lake, it somehow looks very calming, which I, I personally really like. It also it gives me time to relax and distance myself a little bit from like the everyday struggles. Um, also, it has a beach with volleyball nets where you can go play with your friends, and it also has barbecue spots which uh, it, it's also lots of fun. We actually went for a barbecue recently with some friends and guys, if you're ever struggling with lighting a fire, just know that chips are very flammable. But uh, there's also many other activities you can do in the park, like kayaking, swimming. There's an adventure park, an animal farm, and there's just so many activities. Yeah, I agree. Kralingen is really fun and also a nice place to relax. But I think my personal favorite would be the head park. It's located in the west part of Rotterdam and it's just really nice during the summer. And if you are feeling a bit more adventurous, you can also go up the Euromast, which is a tower from which you get a view on the whole city. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I've personally never been to the Euromast, so I definitely I really need to recommend check it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's proceed to something that is almost always a struggle for students in the Netherlands. So we're going to now talk about housing. I'm not going to lie, finding a house in Rotterdam is a true challenge, especially if you are a student. So in this episode of our podcast, we would like to provide you with some tips that hopefully will make the process easier for you. Yes. So first of all, it's important to clearly define your budget. Secondly, write down your priorities. Do you want to live close to the university or maybe in a calmer area? Is it the price, the room size that you really care about? Just make sure to know what you're looking for. Also, start looking early. Even though you might not find something right away, it will allow you to get to know the market a little bit better. 
and do attend viewings of the apartments so you can see how they actually look like. But before you attend the viewings, make sure to write down all the questions you might have. So, for example, what is the deposit? What are the estimated costs of utilities if they are not included in the rent? And when exactly you can move in? Yes, and further, if you are looking with your friends, don't be afraid to communicate with them and be open about your own priorities. I would also add one more thing. Um, house hunting can be really tiring and draining. There are a lot of people who want to rent a specific apartment, so even though you might put a lot of work into finding your dream home, it can just take a lot of time. So don't give up, it will all work out at the end, and just don't forget to take care of yourself. So now, let's proceed to the questions you may have about student life, Rotterdam overall, housing, or the Eureka Week. We asked you on Instagram to send us questions that you still might have, so let's start with the first one. So let's start with the first one. The first question is, how can I get a bike? So I think, first of all, having a bike in Rotterdam is just really helpful. And personally, I got mine from uh, Swapfits. It's a company where you can just rent your bike. And I think it's approximately 15 euros per month for the basic bike and 21 euros per month for a bike with a bit more functions. And I think it's very convenient in a sense that when something breaks down, you can just go to a shop and they will fix it on spot for you. So for me, it was really convenient because in my home country, I didn't bike on a daily basis and I don't know how to repair a bike if something happens. So it's just a good option for me. But also my friends got their bikes from Markplatz, which is an online platform where you can just buy secondhand uh, stuff and among others, bikes. Yeah, I think also... Um Quite a few of my friends got their bikes from, um, I think it's called 010 Bikes. Uh, basically, it's a secondhand bike store. And honestly, I, I got my bike uh, like as a secondhand bike as well. And I think that's a really good option because it's first of all, it's cheaper. And second of all, since it doesn't look new, uh, it's like there's less probability that people are going to actually steal your bike. <laughs> so that's good. Yes, like... It happens quite often that your bike is just gone <laughs> and you don't even know when it happened. But if I'm not mistaken, for swap fits, it works like this, that if your bike goes missing, you can report it. And I think you have to pay um, at the end of the month for replacing your bike. Yeah. So next question. What's the best way to find housing? Okay, so personally, uh, when I was looking for housing, I was mostly looking at sites like Housing Anywhere or Pararius or Funda. And uh, basically, you you need to say like what kind of budget you have, how many people you're looking with, um, and like also make sure to check which area the housing is in. Uh, it's also possible to look uh, alone, obviously. So you can look for, for example, rooms instead of uh, a whole apartment or a whole house. And... Uh, yeah, I think also a tip I would give is just to be persistent. So if you don't receive an answer to your email, just email again or maybe call if there is a phone number provided. And if there is uh, maybe like a student life office you could reach out to, it's also a nice idea to send them an email that you're struggling with looking for housing. So maybe they can also uh, recommend you something. 
Yeah, actually, I would say that if there is a phone number and it doesn't say that it's only for like emergencies or whatever, I would say definitely call first. Because for the emails, they very often take ages to respond or they just never respond at all. That's true. Yeah, and with a call, it's just like if they pick up, they picked up, right? So then you just <laughs> then you just talk about it, talk it through and maybe hopefully get a house or a viewing. Okay, so now moving on to the next question. Uh, what do you recommend to boost your social life when new to Rotterdam? So I study at EUC and at EUC we have the student association that organizes lots of events so some concerts uh, some plays parties um, baking sessions painting sessions anything honestly you can imagine so there's a group chat where they send all the announcements about the events so i would just say follow the social media of your student association or of the school and just see what events are available this month and just attend and you can really meet nice people because everyone goes there and everyone is open and you can just reach out. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. But also, uh, I think it's good to, for example, at the start of the year, um, as long as you're not too exhausted, I would say definitely try to go to as many events as possible because during every single event, you're going to meet people. And I think I think it's good uh, to get like, a lot of events and a lot of people because then you get to decide for example if you vibe with somebody more you got you got you can stick with them later on and if you don't you can like you know you can just stop talking there's like it's not the end of the world and also i would definitely say uh when you meet people don't be afraid to talk uh, to like text them first because everybody is scared and everybody's new to like university possibly rotterdam as well so don't be afraid to text first also, I would add on if you just meet someone you really vibe with and you think you can be great friends, just offer, hey, want to go out for a coffee, want to make dinner together. And usually the answer will be just, yeah, sure. Like, what what are we doing? So, yeah, I think it's a really nice way to meet people. Yeah, definitely do that. And also, uh, just one more thing. I think uh, also Concordia is a really good place to meet people. Oh, yeah. Because... There's uh, always somebody playing pool or like playing darts or whatever. And uh, especially at the beginning of the year, um, there's a lot of people that go there. And honestly, nobody like has any issue with people coming up to them and asking if like they can join the game or whatever. And then you can start a conversation and you can make really good friends there. So I agree. Yeah. So we got another question about housing. Uh, can you find housing during the Eureka week? Okay, so first of all, as uh, we talked about before uh, in our podcast, there's many options for housing during the Eureka Week itself, like uh, staying on campus or the special hotel or hostel options. But also, if you are looking for just an apartment or an actual like house or, an, uh, or a room during the Eureka Week, you can definitely do so. Just make sure to set your move-in date, like early in August, for example, instead of September. Um, yeah. I will maybe add one more thing that if you are looking for housing and you need it immediately, then you have to do it quite intensively. Just send out emails and calls because some of the apartments or rooms are available immediately and you can move in right away, but you just have to put quite a bit of work in it. Yes, also, if you are looking for something, uh, for example, just really quick, uh, there's also a lot of people who are going on exchange in their further years. 
So then they are very often subletting their rooms. So that is not a permanent option, but you can uh, sublet, like, you can get a room for half a year with that. And then that gives you more time to look for actual housing Definitely, for later yeah. on. Yeah. Now, the next question is, where can I find students in my study to ask to live with before the study starts or before the Eureka Week? So how it worked for me that when I accepted my offer at EUC, I got an email with links for the group chat at Facebook and on WhatsApp. And I just uh, joined there. So I think you can ask uh, students there. But there is also an Instagram account. And for me, it was called EUC Class of 2024, where everyone would just introduce themselves. So maybe you can write that you are looking uh, for an apartment and someone will also reach out. Yeah, also uh, for, for Erasmus, there's also like the Instagram accounts. Also, a lot of people um, follow, like, for example, the confessions page. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of them add in their description in, on Instagram which course they're studying. So then what I would do is I would also often just look through the like followers and see different people from university and then just see if they are studying the same program, then maybe I can hit them up and like start a conversation or something. Also, what we did in our year, I don't know if that's a thing this year as well, but we had a Discord and basically um, there were different channels for different um, courses. And then that's a also a very good way to meet people from your course. Yeah, I think even putting like a simple Instagram story that you're looking for someone to find a house with will do something. Yeah. Also, you can also do that on the WhatsApp group chats because there Definitely, is there yeah. is a group chat for the first years. So you can, for example, literally just send a text being like, hi, guys, I studied this program. Uh, does anybody who studied this want to exactly. like meet up, for example, if you're in Rotterdam beforehand? So you can always do that. Okay, another question we got, this time not about housing. It's about what is the dating culture like at Erasmus? Okay, so this, I think, really depends on the person. There is overall a stereotype that like um, Erasmus overall has a very strong hookup culture instead of like people being actually interested in dating. But that's not, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But also, I don't think there's, that's entirely true either. Because you can definitely find people who want to date, like who want to stay committed and stuff. So, yeah. What I would add personally from my experience is that many more people in the Netherlands use dating apps such as Tinder or Bumble. And it's just very, very popular among the students. But I would also say it's very chill. So you can go about your dating life however you want. And no one really judges that. Yeah, I think one thing that maybe is worth mentioning is also that like, for example, if you are very into clubbing and you like go to clubs often, there's definitely obviously quite like it, it's a thing where like people will come up to you and like try to dance with you just because they want to make out or, uh, you know. Yeah, but overall, it just depends on the person. So yeah, I agree totally. So um, the next question is what essentials should you have in your bag during Eureka Week? Okay, so during my Eureka week, it was raining so hard. So I would say a raincoat is a must for me. I would also add a bottle of water, uh, sunscreen, because sun can also be quite harsh, especially 
in August. I would also say maybe a power bank so your phone doesn't die. An ID is also an essential. Do you have anything to add, Anna? I think I would say uh, you maybe, depending on the event that you're going for, maybe bring like a snack or something because, well, sometimes you just get hungry, right? But also um, make sure to... Um, be aware that like for example if if the event that you're going for is uh, a festival or a club or something like that then uh, don't bring like big bottles of deodorant or anything like that because they are going to take it away right yeah uh we just got a new question so how safe is it in rotterdam um i would say it's relatively safe but it also depends which part of rotterdam you're in so I, I would say that uh, like Kralingen or Center or um, like uh, around Princeland and stuff, uh, that's pretty, pretty safe. Except for, for the center, except when there's a match or any like big event like that, then definitely never go in the center because it's just, it's, it's a mess. But um, overall, I think, I think it's pretty safe. Maybe there's often this like idea that in the South or... Um, Far north, it's uh, a little bit less safe, but I mean, personally, I never had any issues. Personally, for me, when it comes to living in Rotterdam, I actually try to avoid walking alone at night or biking. So usually what I do is that I ask my friends, oh, can you walk me there? So we are in a bit of a bigger group. But if that's not possible, I always share my locations with my friends. So they always know where I am and uh, what's up. And I think it's quite of a nice tip for everyone who moves to a new city and they just don't know their way around yet. Yeah, also, I think uh, for me, for example, if I'm walking somewhere, I I would choose to go through the road that has more lights because... Actually, when I moved to Rotterdam uh, at first, I kind of thought it was so dark here. I feel like the lights just give you nothing. But like on the main roads, there's more lamps. So then it's I think it gives you a little bit of like a safer feeling. And also, yeah, definitely go with people if, if you're going anywhere like further or something. So, OK, so the next question that we have is what are some must do experiences in Rotterdam? Oh, wow, that's a... Uh big question. The first thing that comes to my mind is the Rotterdam Pride. So last year I attended the Pride and it was just a really nice vibe. Uh, very cool people. There were also a lot of concerts going on and it was a very hot day in June. So I really appreciated that everyone was looking after each other. Mm, I think I would say that uh, for like student life and stuff, definitely go to the Kralingse Park. And oh, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, just go there with some friends and just have like a very chill night. Like, I don't know, have a barbecue, like have have a picnic or whatever. And just like it's, it's just such a vibe that honestly, I, I don't I, I think that's one of the better things about Rotterdam. It like it's very chill and very nice. So I think you should definitely try it at least once. 
Also, in the city center, there is a cat cafe where you can go and pet cats. And it's just really nice, especially if you grew up in a home where there were some cats or animals in general. And now you move to a new city and you don't have that much contact with animals anymore. I think it's a really nice experience. And in general, Rotterdam has just so many cafes and restaurants where you can really try a lot of things. So maybe just propose to your friends to go to different places. Another question that we got is any tips to begin my student life smoothly? Okay, so first of all, on the studying side, I would say definitely start early because, well, university and also Erasmus itself, it's quite difficult for some people so it's also very fast-paced at least most of the courses and also there's a lot of self-study and a lot of people are not used to it when they first come to the Netherlands so definitely make sure to like try to balance your social life with your studying so definitely start like revising early start make, make sure not to miss your lectures or your tutorials during the first year which are mandatory also to be honest most of them are very useful as well so Definitely do that. Yeah, any other advice? Mm, maybe I would also add that if you are just feeling homesick, just take a time to call your family back in home or your friends or maybe um, also take time to decorate your room so it feels like home, put up some pictures so it will just feel very cozy. Also, I would say another thing to do uh, is maybe get try to get to know people from your tutorial group so that you have some friends that you're going to be studying with for the rest of your semester or the rest of your year, depending on your course. I would also add uh, just take care of the administrative staff. So uh, register the municipality, get your GP. You will probably receive an email how to do that precisely. Uh, open a bank account in the Netherlands. You usually have to have another bank account. So uh, do that. Get your OV chip card, get your bike. So you are just settled and you can just take care of the student life and your studies and you don't have to worry about all of those other things. Yeah, actually for that you can go to the one-stop shop and then you can just get most of those things like done immediately. So that's definitely a thing that I would recommend doing. Yeah, the one-stop shop is when you go to the campus and um, people just help you with those kind of stuff. So with registration, the municipality, for example, and I cannot stress enough how, how helpful it is at the beginning when, specifically for me, when I don't speak Dutch, it was just an immense help to get this stuff done at the beginning. Yeah, personally, I didn't go to the one-stop shop and like... Big it, mistake. <laughs> oh, I know. It took me like, I think, two years to get my GP because it's just like, it never worked. And like... I, I didn't know, because most of the sites were in Dutch as well, I didn't know which ones I, I can actually try to get and which ones I can't. And it's just, it was such a mess. So honestly, One Stop Shop is your go-to place for all of the like important Necessities. Stuff. Yes, yes, definitely. When we are on the topic of the healthcare, I would also add get an international insurance if you don't have it, if your domestic insurance doesn't cover you being here in the Netherlands. Mm. We also got a question whether you can find housing without being a part of a student association. 
Yeah, you can definitely find a room or an apartment or, or a house on any of the sites that we mentioned with basically no problem. And you do not need to be part of a sorority, fraternity or any kind of association. So don't worry about that. Yeah, definitely being a part of an association is not a must to find housing. So yeah, I think that's all the questions we got. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on the Eureka Week Instagram if you still have questions. This was the last episode of the Eureka Week 2023 podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us throughout all episodes. It's been an amazing journey to record this podcast and we hope that we helped you feel less stressed before coming to university. Enjoy your upcoming academic year and don't forget to follow Eureka Week's social media. Thank you again.